Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are live. We are in full effect. We are staying ahead to keep from having to get ahead around here. Welcome, 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 welcome for to all the first-time listeners, any first-time listener, and welcome back to the Mama's Babies Nation. Yes, it is I, your world healer, the dark and lovely astro tarot goddess, Ahead with you once again, up in all up in the Scorpio moon cycle. Okay, we're in the third quarter moon. The third quarter moon isn't actually exact until tomorrow, but the moon is already in Scorpio as of last night, depending on where you are in the world, of course. Um, <clears throat> in the in the states, yeah, it was last night for the most part. So. Y'all know, y'all know about that Scorpio because Jupiter's all up in Scorpio since the end of last year. Um, Saturn was in Scorpio before it was in Sag. Shout out to all my Sag, Saggies out there. It's, it still feels good like it felt good last month, baby, when Saturn got up out of Sagittarius after three, four years. We survived that issue, did that. Um, the moon's going to be in Sagittarius next, so you really, all my Sagittarius out there really going to be feeling themselves <laughs> near the end of the week. Um, but we're talking about the Scorpio energy today. I did a beautiful, powerful, just pulled it right before um, we got uh, got to broadcasting today. And so that's going to be, it already is amazing. I can tell the way it came out. Y'all know I do like a, a four-card there most of the time I uh spirits been giving me new uh spreads for people and for situations and scenarios so that's always beautiful. Um the uh the utilizing tarot as a healing tool um in my repertoire and practice is definitely expanding. So um thank you, thank you, thank you for all of you um who have entrusted me with your energy. <laughs> Thank you. It's my divine pleasure. Um, so that definitely reminds me, before we go too much further, uh, I, I absolutely want to shout out my dear, precious Mama's Babies Nation that is growing by leaps and bounds. See you at Crystal City, in the Crystal City Mound Tour coming up for the spring Equinox trip. Yes, I already got some Mama's Babies that's going to meet me there so we can get our crystal mind on so we can activate and meditate and communicate and all that stuff um, live and in the flesh. So I'm looking forward to meeting you all out there as well. Don't forget, remember to use your Mama Dada discount code when you check out uh, for additional savings, okay? As well, I always don't go too far into the show without honoring, revering, remembering, acknowledging, respecting <laughs> our divine righteous ancestors for without whom we would not be here. Yes. And um absolutely dear brother Ampu. Yeah, shout out brother Ampu, um who was <laughs> 
doing it blog talk radio style well before I was. It really gave me an opportunity to put me out there and do what I love and love what I do in new and exciting ways all the time. Shout out to He's in Aquarius. It's Aquarius season. Shout out to all Mamas Aquariuses out there. Happy, happy, happiest of solar return seasons to you. Y'all get an entire age. (laughs) You know, Sagittarius, we want to celebrate our birthday all, of course, all day, all week, all month of Sagittarius. Um, but shout out to my Aquariuses who get to get about 2,000 years to really do it. B.I., I love you all. I just got this special shout out to my <laughs> very own <laughs> uh, a, a little Aquarius. Uh, she, I can say, she said I, she just didn't want me to say her name, but a couple of my dear precious babies, 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 found out that I <laughs> host a weekly radio show, and they wanted to hear it, so I let them hear a snippet of last week's show, just the beginning. And uh, one of them laughed. He said, uh, "The little Libra." He laughed, and he uh, when I I said, "Of course, uh, it's Leo season." And last week I mentioned that um, we, it was on, you know, I started out the show, I said something about it being on fuego, we on fire, and he just thought that was too funny and was laughing. So, um, But the little Aquarius wanted me to shout her out, and so I am doing that. She didn't want me to say her name. So, you know, we, we get it over here. She's an Aquarius, and I, I have grown to love and know and understand this energy and this in 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 some uh, more progressive ways than I ever did before. So, y'all live it up. This is y'all season. We celebrate you. We remember you. We honor you. Now, with that being said, y'all, let's jump in here. Um, let me take a real quick swig of water, and we can get in. I mean, speaking of, you know, Scorpio ish <laughs> is a water sign. Y'all y'all should know that by now. If you've been listening to me for any length of time, Cancer, um, Scorpio, and Pisces are are the three water signs. And so any season that is governed by one of the water sign energies, like our current Scorpio uh, moon and tomorrow's exact um, 9.54 a.m. Central, tomorrow rising's exact third quarter moon in Scorpio at 18 degrees and 49 minutes, Okay. Um, <laughs> around here, you know, nature, if you listen to me for any length of time as well, you know that nature corroborates, you know, all this weird hoodoo voodoo astrology stuff. <laughs> so much so that you can go to your local um, grocery store. Uh, I've seen them in there. I haven't looked for one recently because I'm looking at astrology stuff all the time, but Last I knew, grocery stores still sold farmers' almanacs, and the farmers, you know, from long ago, <laughs> were looking up out at the sky at the super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse, and Leo, and things of that nature to guide their and order their steps. They knew what step to take based. On the full moons, that's why they have different, they ended up naming the full moons different uh, descriptive names to indicate 
what exactly what season that it was at any given time. Um, I had a little antidote that I wanted to mention uh, to you. Just uh, I, I study. <laughs> I study. In addition to astrology and tarot, I study animal totems or spiritual messages. I study spiritual messages in whatever form they come. I happen to have a special interest in insects and animals. What does it mean when you see a dragonfly like that? It's not a common everyday thing. What does it mean when you see a bee? What does it mean? What messages is spirit, you know, um, wanting to convey to those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, ears to listen to what those divine messages are. Scorpio is a water sign. Any water sign is going to be tapping into the frequency of intuition, the frequency of spirituality, the frequency of emotions. It's very important to be able to tap into how you feel as we embark upon this quarter moon, third quarter moon in Scorpio season, okay? Um, I know, I know, the sun's in Aquarius. Don't just stop through shouting out all my beautiful, lovely, oh, love y'all so much, Aquariuses. And <clears throat> so I get it. It's it's not, you know, Aquarius can't get a bad rap. Just, you know, they're so detached and, you know, <laughs> they're so cold. And there is, you know, you can see where some of these things could ring true. Um, but the, you definitely, I definitely have observed that these people are, are they can, tap, they definitely can tap into their emotional side. Maybe since the, um, since Leo is the natural partner energy, it's directly opposite Aquarius energy. We're in that, in the thick of that, that season and energy right now in such a major powerful way, the very super blood moon eclipse uh, that we are in the season of now is in the sign of Leo, which is Aquarius's once again um, uh, natural energetic partner energy. And so, um, you know, they have access, this, this, this axis, A-X-I-S, has access, A-C-C-E-S-S, to things that are heavy, even though Leo is a fire sign and not a water sign, things that are heavy in heart matters. Leo is the 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 um, brave heart, the lion heart. Generosity is Leo, okay? So this Scorpio quarter moon can relate on certain levels, even though it's a square. Mm-hmm. Scorpio squares Leo. And Scorpio squares, this very Aquarius energy that we are heading towards. This third quarter moon in Scorpio is not happening in a vacuum. <laughs> it's not some isolated event. It is an event along a cycle. Um, I was about to mention the spiritual message that I got uh, here within this cycle of regarding an insect. I hadn't seen one in a, in a while, and I wasn't sure. And my, I, I went through a phase. It, it, this is all tying in now. Scorpio, this is the point of this whole show, to, to hit y'all to this energy so you can, you'll know it when you see it. If anything, because it's a water sign, you'll know it when you feel it. And it's not going to be anything superficial. 
It's going to be deep. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be psychological. It can likely be extreme. It's likely going to be intense. This is Scorpio, transformational, powerful. Um, it, it may bring you to your death. Likely not a physical one, likely an emotional or psychological one, maybe a sexual one. If you know the reference to little death when it comes to sexual intercourse or sexual activity, okay? And so Scorpio is also an extremely... It's Scorpio in, in the ancient is ruled by Mars. Modern-day astrologers will say it is ruled by Pluto. Before Pluto was discovered, it was widely accepted and known that Mars rules Scorpio, okay? And we know that Mars is our, it governs our sexual energy. Sexual energy is just the energy seat it, it, when we can get Back to the basics. Back, when I say back to the basics, I mean back to our inner child, back to our child, our childlike selves, back to our childlike state where many of us encountered, and we can see it in charts. I can see it in my chart. As children, we encountered our first traumas to what we would come to know, hopefully, maybe many of us come to know would be considered healthy margin expressions, okay? We're talking about Scorpio here. Mars is the ancient ruler of Scorpio, and Mars governs our Sexual energy, our sex drive, our kundalini energy, our life force energy. And I was on the way to mention to you guys about this spirit message that I received through an insect that I hadn't seen since I was a child that I, well, I've seen one in my adult years, but I distinctly remember playing with them as a child, which is a ladybug. I I initially called it a beetle, and upon my research, was able to confirm a ladybug is a beetle. <laughs> and by the time, what's so? I'm not just throwing stuff out here. Watch this, y'all. In my research, I come to find out you don't know this as a child. You just pick up little ladybugs; they fly off and all this stuff. You just mesmerized by something that is not an ant or, you know, something you don't typically normally see all the time. And um, come to find out, by the time you see a ladybug, it actually gone through a couple, at least one, but potentially a couple of different metamorphoses, a couple of different transformations, Scorpio, and then here I come getting a ladybug message to share with y'all, along with these cards, along with this astrology, for such a time as this, to help you transition, to help you transform, especially and in, in, in specifically during the time of this quarter moon. This, this Scorpio third quarter moon, y'all, is smack dab in the middle between 
the Leo Super Blood Full Moon Eclipse we just had and the Solar New Moon Eclipse in Aquarius we will have, will, uh, that will be exact on the 15th, okay? Coming up, 3.05 p.m. Central. So this quarter, quarter moon in Scorpio is significant, and, um, you know, I'm sharing these messages deliberately and strategically for the sake of your healing. I am your world healer. That is the point. We need to heal in all 12 areas that the zodiac represents and describes. Scorpio, our deep sexuality is just one of them. Scorpio, our psychology that we that we that is beginning to develop even as we are children. That's what this is about. This Scorpio frequency has a strong, powerful element of healing inherent in it. And so you know since it's a water sign that that's going to have a lot to do with healing emotions, maybe emotions that you haven't even accessed. Like I haven't seen, you know, played with no ladybugs since I was a child, that you haven't even accessed since you, since you were a child. We're in a time of Leo right now, and Leo governs children. I've been getting messages about children, so I'm, I'm – I've observed enough to know that that may not necessarily just be a child in your life. Could be current energy that is very prevalent right now. It could be that you are being whatever's coming up. We're still in a full moon eclipse season, so whatever's coming up, it could be you know related to that. It could be related to your inner child if you are being triggered in any particular way, especially emotionally, especially psychologically. It's worth taking a look at from this vantage point, uh, from the, with spiritual eyes. And I'm just super sadgy enough to come along and and help you see it. If you don't, and 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 in so seeing, you get to make a decision. Scorpio is about death and rebirth. And at any given time, just like the ladybug, you don't know which which phase of, of rebirth it's in. Um, it, 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 it tripped me out because I always used to just think of the, okay, the uh, when I think of Scorpio and Ape House and Pluto, I used to always just think of butterfly, butterfly, okay, the cocoon, it goes, it's a caterpillar, then it goes in the cocoon, and then it comes out a butterfly, boom, boom, bing, bang, boom, okay, right? And then I start doing research on these ladybugs. First of all, the, like, blatant, glaring message when as it relates to farmers, speaking of Farmer's Almanac, when the farmer would see the ladybug, it was it was a sign of good luck. Because if the ladybugs are showing up, they are taking care of your lightweight. Uh, I, ha- I also in my childhood had fish. I had uh, we had fish. Um, my siblings were allergic to pet hair and dander and all that stuff, and so we had fish and. Uh, a really pretty good, you know, size tank and all that stuff. We had to, like, clean it uh, monthly or every other week or whatever the schedule was. I don't remember. <laughs> Obviously, we didn't enjoy that. But we enjoyed, you know, having the different kinds of exotic fish and stuff like that. One of the fish 
uh, I forgot the te- the scientific name for them, but one of them, it, we just uh, called it an algae eater, an algae eater. And so uh, the algae, you know, I I didn't I haven't I didn't think to do all that research before I got on the show, but it reminded me of what uh, I was uh, reading about the ladybugs and the farmers and just how they would eat the like the pests, like they're eating the the stuff you don't want. Consider the season we're in right now, full moon, right? So we've a full moon is the harvest, you know. We're gleaning right now. Uh, after the third quarter moon, we'll have the balsamic. And, you know, it, from that point on towards the, that's on the 11th on Sunday. From that point on towards the 15th, that uh, Thursday, um, the date of the solar moon eclipse in Aquarius, you know, it, you're not really striving at that point um, in, in in a planting sense or a harvesting sense. It's really, I love the balsamic moon every month, lunar month, just because, it really does, it is necessary to prepare you for um, the season ahead. But this third quarter moon, you know, definitely uh, the, uh, we just had before that the disseminating. When is disseminating? Why am I not seeing disseminating? I just thought, there it is. It was just the third, okay? Today is the sixth. It was, I knew it was here recently. Uh, we just had the disseminating moon on Saturday the third, okay? So we, from that point, even till now, because the third quarter isn't, doesn't, um, is not official until tomorrow. So we're still technically in the disseminating moon phase, and here I am <laughs> in the uh, Mars hour on a Mars day, disseminating to y'all some real margin information about this Scorpio energy that is really a quarter moon. When you think of quarter, think of corner. You're turning, we are turning an energetic corner on our way from or out of, and I know, you know, it's it's eclipse season, so the normal, like, couple of weeks that we normally look at full moon energy to linger, to to be uh, prevalent, since it's an eclipse full moon, super blood and Leo, we can look for this energy to be prominent up to probably about 90 days, about three months strong. Uh, depending, you know, on many factors. So uh, we could take a look at that one-on-one if you're interested. Now, uh, so up to about 90 days. and But see, here we go on the 15th coming up that we're smack dab in the middle of between this lunar full moon, super blood, and Leo and solar eclipse new moon in Aquarius. We're smack dab in the middle of it. And so we couldn't be any more in a position, while we're talking about Scorpio and death and rebirth, ladybugs, we couldn't be more in a position to really turn some corners still, make some necessary adjustments, and remain willing to do whatever any potential conflict that's showing up in, in our lives at this time during the quarter moon, any, uh, even if the conflict is within us and we're not quite sure how we want to make particular changes or transformations. We know we have to. If we didn't, you won't you figure it out or find it out here in the Scorpio moon. <laughs> Definitely a Scorpio, a third quarter moon season, which governs your tomorrow from, through the uh, solar eclipse the moon in Aquarius a week later. <laughs> so it might you might want to consider 
getting in touch with, getting in tune with your water, your feelings, your emotions, your psychology, your not even your Scorpio also governs the metaphysical, certain aspects of the spiritual. That's water too. That's these cups when we're looking into this tarot energy as well. The entire bottom row spirit gave me for the reading for Scorpio is all cups. So let's get into that as well as some uh, more detailed astrology about where we are and where we're headed, okay? Thank you once again for you got for for joining me. I hope you have I truly hope you have been staying connected to of course Mama Dada Astrology, of course my astrology coach, absolutely the imagination guru. I mean, y'all, this ladybug, this good luck, this you know, um it's 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 so much, y'all. It's just so beautiful. It's it's beautiful. I know I started the show off, you know, kind of reminding y'all about all this energy that we've been having access to, like, in a really potent way in Scorpio for quite a while now. Um, of course, Jupiter's still there hanging out at the 21st degree, making its way into the um, third deacon there, um, mutable deacon, okay? And, and um, of course, the moon is here right now at 8 degrees, so... Our attention is being begged for in this area, at least for the next week ahead. Um, what did I want to mention to y'all? I'll just let it flow, y'all. Let it flow. That's the, that's water energy. That, that's Hey, I'll take that as a reminder to take another swig and let's keep it moving. Yesterday, Sunday, um, two days ago, I apologize, February the 4th, Venus squared Jupiter. Okay, we know about Venus and Jupiter because these are the benefics, right? Venus being the so-called lesser benefic and Jupiter being the greater benefic. Um, The last time this energy occurred in Venus squared Jupiter, it was um, this past 2017 in August, Okay. August 17th, and it will happen one more time um, this year, June 25th, okay? So when these, even though they're benefics, when they square off, you may notice it in your reality as potentially too much of a good good thing, you know, Um, overdoing a thing, especially with Jupiter involved. Jupiter is going to expand whatever it touches, and when there's a square interplaying whatever it's touching, it can be challenging not to want to go a little, to to, uh, do the most. It'll be a bit of a, it can be a bit of a challenge not to do the most, especially when it comes to Venusian things. Venus governs our love. Venus governs our money. Venus governs what pleases us, our pleasures. So, you know, under an energy like this, you're going to have to probably talk yourself off, even though it's already went exact as of Sunday, February the 4th, um, 12 7 a.m. Central. That energy, it was it was only at... It uh it was at 21 degrees that they split off with each other. So at least, especially for, and I'll just mention that Jupiter's still there. So at least for Venus, where is Venus right now, y'all? I just like to mention stuff like that for people who are actually paying attention because you may have a whole other, you know, personal interpretation of these facts like I do, okay? 
Um, damn, this is okay. What the hell? Sorry, y'all. Uh, I did not mean to do that. Am I looking at the right date and time? Venus is on the damn move. What the hell? Sorry, y'all. This is so. <laughs> y'all know I want to make sure I'm telling y'all right. Twenty-one degrees Aquarius this Sunday, and then that was before two days ago. Okay. Oh, I was looking at Mercury. See, y'all? That's why I did I did upgrade. I got a, a better computer, y'all, but I'm still learning it and how to operate. <laughs> Fancy computer, okay. Yes, Venus is now at 24 degrees. Thank you for y'all who could bear with me for about 20 seconds there while I got myself together and my notes. All right? I want to keep you. I want, I want y'all to be on point. And precise. That's a beautiful thing about this Scorpio energy. I have I have a good amount of Scorpio in my chart, and I, I really have a love for this energy. I got my name and my game from Scorpio, as y'all well know. I say that <laughs> I've said that before. I got my name and my game from Scorpio, um, one of my parents, and so you know I I, I have a, a, an appreciation for this energy in a whole another in a whole in a more personal way, and so. Venus square Jupiter can definitely show up as it relates to uh, excessive pleasure, okay? And um, that may not bode well. I have so many thoughts going on, y'all. That may not bode well if you're in a mode where it's not necessarily time for leisure, not necessarily time for pleasure, so just make sure, especially when it comes to your relationships with others at this time, that you keep that in mind as well. I must be supposed to get into this tarot, y'all. But something told me that anyway when I was trying to do the astrology. That already passed anyway. <laughs> um, currently with this Scorpio energy, I definitely want to mention to y'all some more about this Scorpio energy so you'll know it when you see it. Um, it's, it's difficult to describe because it's really a deep place within your soul, Scorpio energy is, where you will notice it, where you will see it. It's really a deep place in your psychology. It's, it's really a deep place within what motivates you or anyone else. It really is a deep place within you um, that is mysterious, that is like a glacier where, you know, you see just a portion of it, but there's so much more beneath the surface. And it's it's a bit much for some people, you know. Um, it's the energy of research, the energy of investigation. Um, it's like I was saying earlier, small talk, surface level, just will not satisfy. It will not do. It will not allow for the creativity. Cups and water is also about creativity. It, and that's a lot of where the sexual energy comes in uh, into play. Um, this margin energy that governs Scorpio is our sexual energy, but when you look at that for what it is, you, it doesn't take long to see that it it takes sexual energy to take any action. Mars governs the actions that we take. If you didn't have any life force energy, you would not get up and brush your teeth. You would not walk out of your the place where you live, you would not take any physical action 
except for margin sexual energy pumping through your veins and flowing through your body. Where Scorpio comes in at, that takes on a more emotional reality, a more spiritual reality where this driving force that propels you to do anything is magnified, it's amplified in Scorpio, it's shared in Scorpio. Scorpio governs shared resources, Scorpio governs shared emotions, intimacy, where you're sharing your psychology with another, where you're sharing your resources with another, whatever those resources are, okay? So this is definitely an energy where you're going to want, it's going to behoove you to get to the depth of who you are and how you feel, what makes you tick, your shadow self, you know, things that are mysterious to you even about yourself, that level of research, that level of investigation, that level of psychological analysis, self-analysis, so that you can be reborn, so you can put an end to a death to, I don't even think I finished saying it earlier, but finished saying it, but just how the death portion of the Scorpio energy, we can relate to what I was saying last week about the super blood Leo full moon eclipse energy and how we are beginning to end, we are wrapping up within this couple of weeks to 90-day period, at least the last six months, certain particular energies that no longer serve us, that maybe never did serve us, that we are absolutely making a higher decision than we have before to shed, to release, to surrender, to let go, to walk away, to close the door, to you know, abandon things that they serve their purpose. We're in the middle, we're in the middle of, we're in the third quarter (laughs) of the current lunation right now. So you know everything cycles through. There is a time to release. You're in it. If you need to help recognize this, this is it's that time right now. I'm here to blow the whistle on the whole operation. You're in it now. We are in it now. And this Scorpio quarter moon is coming along to help us in that. It's coming in the power and the water, uh, the the power and the energy of water to show us just how we can turn these here corners, just how we can, you know, make these adjustments in Scorpio powerful adjustments powerful corner turning, um, you know, extreme adjustment. That's why healing is here in the emotions because you've got to go deep. You have to be willing to dig in these deeper levels and, 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 and wade in these deeper waters if you want real power. Real power is not about who you can manipulate and who you can control and who you can trick and who you can, you know, uh Keep secrets from, look, Scorpio, on some low vibe-ish. It's, it's about 
in Scorpio, there's a there's an added measure of this full moon energy that this Scorpio frequency is coming along to assist us with that deals with purging. This Scorpio moon is a good time to add to this lunar full moon eclipse energy of purging, releasing what no longer serves you. You ain't worn something in two years. It's probably a good idea. It would probably be okay to pass that on, purge that out your closet, give it away. Share it. Share your resources, Scorpio. Share it. You've gotten the use out of it. You've extrapolated all the juices that you can to somebody else. One man's trash is another one's treasure. Somebody who you may come across somebody who would treasure what you're, what's trash to you because you you haven't even uh, valued it enough to even manipulate it, to deal with it, to touch it, to look into it, boxes, all that. That Scorpio. Quarter moon. If you ha- if you're having emotional difficulty at a time such as this, it's it's really pr- that's what I love about what I do because I'm not here to shoot anything over your head or go too deep that you can't <laughs> get back up to the surface. You know, it's the practical things, y'all. That's why I keep it elemental. Water, you know, we just own that for two hours. Water. Drink your water up and see. Time for another sleep. Let's go. It's the simplest of things. I've been doing all kind of water stuff. Just the moon, you know. It was a super moon, so it was like, yes, you know it's affecting the tides. It's raining right now today. Water, look, water um, energy, and it ain't rained in however long. And here at a quarter moon in Scorpio, it's raining. Where I am, that's so beautiful. I love it. I love it. And then we get all these water cards. Um, I will do a bonus episode breaking down this next week, this final week before the solar eclipse, new moon, and Aquarius. I'll break that down for every sign astrologically, and I'll pull a card for everybody. But for all of us, we got um, a beautiful spread. I just jump into it. Definitely the present card. The present card is a beautiful water energy of the page of cups. And I love I, what I love about the pages um, of soup is this energy of initiation, a new energy. What? Well, what have I just been sitting here talking about? Scorpio, transformation, full moon, lunar eclipse, out with the old, out with the past six months and before, and solar eclipse, new moon, in Aquarius, just like the future card we got for the eclipse, full moon, being a moon in Aquarius card, which we're embarking upon. And here... Um, in this present energy, we're being reminded about the newness that is upon us. That's why it's in our present. The the page energy is in our present. The initiating or beginning or starting energy is in our present. That means whatever you're waiting on, it's here. You have access to it right now. I remind my mom and of this frequently. Shout super duper Jalooper, shout out to Minister Du and Brother Ampu again. The the powerful, beautiful 
um, information and energy that they continuously bring forth, especially a lot of the free information, the free webinars. All you got to do is, um, you know, enter your into the mail or contact list on the website, and you find out about all free kinds of free webinars, events like the the retreat uh, coming up where you get to meet your world healer in the Crystal City Mound Tour for the Spring Equinox. By all means, join us. But uh, it's a beautiful thing to take really practical wisdom, <laughs> apply it, and watch the magic happen. The mag when I say mag I mean I have on my Aquarius socks right now. Like literally. This is not a joke, this is not a game. <laughs> and that is the that is that newness that we're coming into. It it's damn so gonna feel like newness as we approach and get into the thick of this solar eclipse new moon season in Aquarius that we are let we are a week away from as of right now with this Scorpio moon, okay? So then here comes this Scorpio message about beginnings of it. The beginnings of it. The beginnings of this beautiful energy is already here. In the form of this is I take it as a reminder from spirit. Um I look at the I look at the court cards as people and I I I just tend to always relate it to the querent, whoever I'm reading for, or myself. As people begin to ask questions or ask about maybe other people in their life, yes, the cards may take on more of a form or meaning of someone outside of themselves, but I can always relate uh, these court cards to myself and whoever I'm reading for if it ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. And so I see this page as us, as, uh, you know, this is the card of spreading good news. Good, It's a cups card, so it's the heart. It's the beginnings of love. It's creative beginnings. It's love blossoming. Come on. It's our inner child being comforted. I've been talking about this energy and frequency of children dang near the whole show because it's so vitally important when we're getting you can't get the Scorpio until you've gone through Leo. Even on the dang calendar, you can't get to the Scorpio third quarter moon until you go back a week and 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 meet me at the Leo super blood full moon eclipse. You can't get the Scorpio without going through Leo first. And so before we get to this place where we're trying to be intimate, before we get to this place where we're trying to be powerful and deeply sexual and transformative and extreme and taboo. We got to go through our inner child. And this page of cups, I believe, is showing up to just remind us to tap in. When I talk about the, the other water signs, especially the first water sign, cancer, you know, the, with the, the I feel energy on it, the Scorpio is the I desire energy, okay, or I create energy. And so in in any water energy, you're going to have to get in touch with how you feel. It's so vitally important. If you're, if you're going through this Scorpio moon phase and you don't want to think about how you feel, you don't want to think about your feelings, you don't want to feel nothing, you want to numb your feelings, you don't want to um, contend with your feelings, you, you'd rather, you know, 
engage in ways that it satisfies you to know that other people are feeling so bad because then you don't feel so bad about how you're feeling. This is the page of cups here reminding us all to tap into, not only tap into our inner child and how he or she feels, but based on what we find when we go deep there, when we get intimate with our own psychologies there and we find our inner child, being able and willing to bring comfort to that inner child. And in so doing, that aiding and assisting us in this purging that we, it would behoove us to do. Things that no longer serve us. Maybe it's belief, you know, depending on where the energy is moving around in your chart. Maybe it's, you know, certain beliefs you've held on to since you um, were a child. Um, that you're being called in this eclipse season, in this powerful time, to shade, to release. It doesn't serve you anymore to think that, you know, you're a loser. It never did serve you. It it it, it doesn't serve you anymore to think. Um, well, you know, especially with all this stuff coming out. That's when I was mentioning Jupiter being in Scorpio already. You know, we're 21 degrees in. I've already mentioned that with Jupiter and Scorpio. And we've gone from Harvey Weinstein, you know, and, and the stuff ain't stopped yet. So, you know, our inner children, uh, the children in our lives, they deserve, this, they, they're showing up. We are showing up. Our inner children is showing up in this Scorpio quarter moon carol spread that encompasses the energies of both of these eclipses. And smack dab in the center, spirit is giving us a powerful message about us. That's why it's a court card. To tap in. When you tap into how you feel, you can you're more comfortable being intimate. Scorpio is not such a scary place to go anymore. You see the door marked enter at your own risk, and you'll walk through it. You have no fear to walk through it. You don't have any uh, raggedy skeletons in your closet that 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 haven't been t- looked at or touched in two years because you're you're quite fearless with all this powerful Leo, Leo energy we have access to right now, quite fearless and quite brave to go where no man may have gone before, to go where maybe many men have gone before, but you ain't never gone there to see who you really are, how you really feel, what really makes you tick, what really motivates you, what really, uh, you know, still has a hold on you, manipulating you that you could stand to heal, you could stand to purge, you could stand to share Scorpio, sharing resources, sharing intimacy, sharing emotions. And maybe this page is showing up for some of you, this page of cups, showing up for some of you, especially with spreading the good news and being involved, is to, you know, share with a trusted, hopefully, psychological professional, you know, the things that have been covered up for a long time. This stuff coming out with Hollywood and all this stuff and, and not even in Hollywood. Come on. 
not just in Hollywood, where people are saying, you know what, how I feel about this matters. How I feel about what happened to me, it matters. How I feel about anything, it matters. And in, and in this Scorpio area, there's a lot of things that are considered taboo. There's things that are, you know, to, they're, they're so extreme. That's why they're psychological. And they may not be the easiest thing to share or to, or to, to talk about. But definitely I'm encouraging you to feel it and to get in touch with how you feel about whatever has gone on and take it from there, okay? This is a page card, so it's about something developing. That's why it's bringing up the child energy. It's a very warm energy. It's a warm heart. Come on, Leo. I know this is the Pisces card, but it's a warm heart. And it's and it's an, a card about admiration. You will like yourself more when you tap into the reality of who you are without having to manipulate yourself or anybody else. When you can break free from the former manipulation of others, I understand all of our childhoods weren't, you know, Pollyanna skipping through the daggum daisies every day. I get that. But that doesn't mean that we have to build a life around shame. We can instead build one around healing, healing within ourselves, healing that inner child that that experienced the difficult energy of another who needed healing more than likely, deep psychological purging and healing. So this is definitely also a beautiful energy just um, to, to go on a healing journey, um, any healing treatments, especially ones that are deep, deep tissue massage. You know, I'll, I'll never forget getting a deep tissue massage um, after my after an, a really bad car accident I was in not that long ago, and they uh it, I I actually got a few massages that I spent the entire hour however long crying just crying. Of course, when it was around the time of the accident, it was because of the pain. But even after that, and it wasn't so much because of the pain. It was emotional pain, just like this person was just. <laughs> rubbing out demons or something. I just was crying. <laughs> so, you know, stuff like that is what is coming up for me to just share with you about just some good energy. You don't have to do any of that stuff. But if it feels, I got a whole row of feeling cards. If it feels healing and therapeutic, that's how you know. That's how you know when you hear these stories about stuff folks done did with children and babies. And, you know, women who may not, may or may not have been coherent, <laughs> conscious, right? And and it's like, my God, um, did you think at the time when you were doing that that you were helping this person, that you were healing this person, that you were benefiting this? Like, come on, let's break it down. Because, you know, in Hollywood and everywhere else, people like to act like, like it's okay to normalize this stuff. If you can tell me that this child, that this woman 
you know, expressed that they were experiencing healing, that it was mutual, that they, you know what I mean? Like, come on, you can't, you can't, what, what can you really say about that? But if you were doing whatever you were doing from, we're talking about Scorpio here, so we're talking about what drives you, what motivates you, what, what emblazons you with passion and emotion deeply from within, from places people don't tend to get access to within you. If the desire, if what you're creating is based out of hurt and trauma, pain, and pent-up energy that hasn't been released because you don't know how to release it, then you're going to have a different outcome. You're going to bear different fruits. When you get exposed, you won't like it. If what you're doing ain't hurting nobody, you don't give a damn about getting exposed. So I have faith. I'm a grown woman, human being, consenting, consenting only. <laughs> ain't no shame in that. But when you get exposed and you know it, you ain't up to no good, that's why you got to hide it. That's why you got to keep secret. That's why you got to keep it hidden. That's why you got to go incognito. That's why you can't do it under your own name. I'm talking about people with nefarious motivations and intentions, most of the time based out of their own hurt and trauma, unresolved. So I'm, I'm going this deep, y'all, because we after the page of cups, we get the three of cups. We're going into an emotional future that where we, okay, we don't have to abandon all of the past. I know we're in a lunar full moon eclipse season still, so we're still shedding. We're still releasing. We're still letting go. We're still moving out of old energy that no longer serves us. But you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Some of it serves powerful purposes, some of the hurt, the pain, the trauma, the the abuse, the neglect, the disappointment, the the sicko, you know, things that, that we experience at the hands of hurt people, unhealed people. I'm not here to demonize them. You ain't heard me use no derogatory term to them yet. And you won't. I don't think that, you know, I know what's going on. I know that the only people out there hurting people is people who are hurt themselves, people who are afraid to go deep themselves, people who are mirroring and reflecting this, this level of low vibrational Scorpio energy because they, that's all they know. That's how the seed got planted with them. Y'all heard that got Y'all heard that Saturday Night Live skit with your, well, he said he was running for president. I guess he could look at the look at the current one. He got on Saturday Night Live, The Rock, I forgot his Dwayne Johnson, and he did the skit about the robot that molests children and everybody acted like it was cool. Around the time he announced he was running, 
And he said in that skit, it was a line in there where he's one of the, it was like an invention, Aquarius. It was like an invention contest. And some of the other, one of the other participants, you know, or the person who was hosting it or whatever, said, well, you know, how did you make this robot? Or, you know, something to that effect. And he's like, well, it it got molested first, and so then it can go on to molest others. He, he was describing the cycle of how it even starts. You create a molester by molesting one. See what I'm saying? But take heart, y'all. The future card is the three of cups. That's the that's the, that you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater just because you have been violated just because you in, in, encountered this Scorpio frequency uh, in your lifetime from a low vibrational perspective versus a higher one doesn't mean that you can't use your power your Pluto your Scorpio to to choose to engage with it from the higher perspective going forward. You're not you're 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 priceless, baby. You are priceless. You're you're worth more than these crystals we finna go mine for at the spring equinox. You're more priceless than that. I don't give a damn who did what to you, what you experienced. We come walking into the three of cups, my babies. That's love and happiness. That's celebration. That's harvest. That's community. You belong, babies. You belong. Just just because someone who has unhealed hurt and trauma in their life didn't know your value and worth, that doesn't take away from your value and worth. The three of cups that we're walking into beautifully is a yes card, and it's just a card, I think, of just unifying. It talks about women's groups. You see on the cups card that, you know, the three women kind of in a circle, they all have their cups and everything. They are happy. They are celebrating. This is a card of exuberance and friendship. And I can and I would even relate this to yourself and you being a friend to yourself. What if you think of yourself as your own inner child? Because you are. You're just in an adult body. Likely, if you're listening to this show, and so you know, in in so like the page of cups in the present position suggests, in so comforting that inner child, the three of cups comes along to to remind your inner child that you do have a friend. You your adult self will be a friend to your inner child self, and will be a comfort to your inner child self. Especially at a time like this where you can, like this Three of Cups card suggests, you can toast, you can celebrate your emotional growth and development. You're not a child anymore. Even though your inner child is alive and well, you are of age, of of the age of consent now where you can consent to reversing, so-called reversing the curse, balancing the scales, balancing the karma, you being in control. You're not a victim. We're not victims. Scorpio energies come along to remind us that we have the power to transform and heal through water, through emotions. That's why it's okay to tap into the emotions of that inner child because in so tapping in, in so confronting 
the fears that you may have around going deep emotionally, even from, I mean, and when I say deep, I mean even way back to when you were a child. You know, that's when you get to celebrate. That's when you get to toast. You get to raise your glass and you get to toast to the good life because it's a lot of people with money that don't want to deal with the real of who they are, who they've been, what has occurred, what has happened, and they end up on the dang news like your Harvey Weinstein. Got money but don't want to deal with his psychology. Old boy from Glee that just killed himself. He just killed himself in a children's park. He hung himself in a children's park. He didn't want to deal with who he really was. When you deal with who you really are, I think a lot of us are afraid that we'll find out that we're monsters. (laughs) If we look at who we really are, what if we're really a horrible person? What if we're, okay, but you won't know who you are or what you are or how to heal if you're not willing to feel. It's just that simple. Uh, it was another gentleman. It, it's not coming through right now, so I'll just keep going with the cards. When you decide that it is okay to love, to get, to receive love, just like this page wants to this, it don't have to be overwhelming. This is what you are opening yourself up to right now. It, the, the page of cups is just love blossoming. It's just the beginnings of love. It's just you comforting your inner child, okay, before we get to healing and all that. Just just check on your inner child. Do you need anything today? Do you what are you feeling? What do you feel like you want to eat? What do you feel like you want to, you know, do next? Like it don't have to be sweeping with the page of cups in our present position. And I love that the seven of pentacles, the only pentacles card we got, um, especially while we're still in this Capricorn New Moon season, being this seven of pentacles right above the page of cups. So this is a card of of waiting anyway, patiently waiting anyway. Um, but all along that journey, this is also a card of rewards and results, results and success through slow, steady growth, just like the Three of Cups talking about this emotional growth and development. So on this journey of emotional growth and development, especially as you're healing your inner child, comforting your inner child, transformation takes time, baby. Death and rebirth process takes time. From caterpillar to butterfly, it ain't just in the snap of a finger. So take advantage of and be thankful for this seven of pentacles period that clearly is describing this Scorpio new moon season from now uh, through the new moon solar eclipse in Aquarius of holding our own, of taking advantage of this quote-unquote downtime to reassess. And and, and if you're going to have a lot of changes going on, like an eclipse season might suggest, especially one with these emotional overtones, even Leo, you know, the passion and all that stuff, then these pinnacles are uplifting where we get to kind of, while we're waiting, 
you know, we're being even thorough and finishing what we start and reassessing and, you know, appreciating the successes that we are experiencing, even if they are slow and steady. Look, slow growth better than no growth, right? Slow money, these are pinnacles here. Slow money better than no money, right? (laughs) And so then we uh, come into this Scorpio new moon season, which really could be indicative of right now, especially since the exact Scorpio new moon, uh, Scorpio third quarter moon is not until uh, tomorrow rising, uh, once again, 9.54 a.m. Central, okay? So this card can really be uh, describing this energy of right now uh, that that came up in the past that finishes out this bottom row of full of cups cards. We've been talking about the page of cups and the three of cups in the future, and we're coming through with the queen of cups, being the queen of cups. So we the, the page of cups came out in the present as us for a reason for me to kind of really go in on this inner child thing and all of that and, and the process of healing that, uh, our inner children, dealing with our inner children, comforting our inner children. But Spirit definitely wanted us to know that we are doing that as the Queen of Cups. We are being the Page of Cups from the standpoint of having already been the Queen of Cups. So I, I take that as a reminder for us to listen to ourselves. It's kind of this reiteration of the comforting of ourselves and our inner children with an emphasis with this Queen of Cups on listening to ourselves. The Queen of Cups is full of self-love. The Queen of Cups is full of self-care. She's full. She's pregnant, full of self-care, full of dealing with herself and anybody else sensitively. If you're a, a male, you're himself, you're your inner little boy and and your grown man all at the same time. Dealing with him sensitively. It matters, dear brother, what you've gone through. It matters how you feel about what you've gone through. If don't nobody else care, you care. That's the Queen of Cups, okay? And so with this Queen of Cups, it just shows us that on this healing journey um, of our psychologies, on this healing journey of our deep emotions, on this healing journey of, of, um, you know, everything that has contributed to our emotional and psychological and sexual makeup, um, that we get to be peace in so healing that. We get to do it from a peaceful place. Um, Water is going to help. This Queen of Cups definitely reemphasizes that. During this next week, you guys, drink as much water as you can. If you if you thought about drinking water throughout the day, that take that as a reminder, just like me. Every time I freaking say it, I done took a squeeze. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm practical. I practice, and I teach others to practice. So I practice because I know through my observations over the years that this is the real deal. We, we can tap into these energies on a high vibration meaning, we engage with these energies, you know, with love, and we engage with these energies with joy, and we engage with these energies, you know, and it benefits us and others, or we engage with them on low vibrations where it's a destructive, a more destructive interaction between you and the water. You know, you can drink water and be nourished and hydrated, or you can drown somebody in the damn pool. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So it's up to us how we want to interact with these energies. Um, but the Queen of Cups definitely, you know, listen to the, what that's going to do. See, people take, people, some people take little, they, they take the simple things and they dismiss them. Well, that can't help nothing. Just drink them with water. Oh, my God. Like, it sounds like one of those. That can't, what's, what's, what's that going to do? And then I got testi- t- testimonies from the first 21-day challenge where I was in Pisces that we did, that I led, where, you know, people are consciously and powerfully utilizing the magic of interacting with water on a high vibration and, you know, testifying to me about the, the results in their emotions, the results in their experiences, the results in their energy and their spirit. So, you know, because that's what water taps into. Pinnacles tap into money, right? So the water is going to help you tap into that intuition, soaking in a tub, full moon, get it, rain, going out out there (laughs) if it's raining where you are and you know, cock your head back, open your mouth. I don't know. However you are led to engage with the water on any level, you know, this is a powerful week to do that, okay? You're going to find yourself um, having access to more intuition, a greater awareness of your intuition, your psychic ability, your spirituality, you know, any any uh, part of you that, you know, resonates with mother. Reach out to your mama. Your mama may got, <laughs> your mama may have, what you need during this next week, you might have an encounter with your mother that is really healing to your inner child, you know, and helps you to, just as the three of cups suggests, emotionally grow and develop, especially, come on, like I said last week, what do you want your next six months ahead to feel like, to be like how you wrap up this latest eclipse cycle? is going to have a lot to do with how you start the other one. First 21-day challenge, Pisces, the end, that's what spirit was showing me in that. How you end a thing directly affects how you begin a new thing. So take this time. We got the seven of pentacles, so that you're not really just doing a whole bunch of new stuff at the tail end of a cycle. So while you're waiting, seven of pentacles, make sure you finish what you did start. Make sure you wrap up successfully what you need to. You know, make sure you're appreciating the slow, the the growth that is occurring, even if it is just slow and steady. And then at the bottom of the deck, we're reminded that we're in an eclipse season. We got the eight of wands. Life is taking off, baby. <laughs> That's what this ladybug, Scorpio, um, death rebirth, come on, lunar eclipse, solar eclipse. That's what it's all about. Life is taking off. Eight of wands is the card of the conclusion. So there's an emphasis here. It's a, it's a trip. It's not a 10. It's an eight. Well, that's infinity right there. That's talking about the loop of endings and beginnings, of, of cycles. And so, you know, that I look at the bottom of the deck as just, you know, on the way out. It wasn't in the main spread, but on the way out the door. 
Spirit just wanted to remind us that quick action is is being taken. Are we the ones taking quick action, or 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 is it others? For us, I, this reminder about quick action, I believe, just has a lot more to do with what's going to be coming up for us. When you start cleaning out your closet and going through boxes, when you start purging, recycling, releasing, um, healing, come on, when you start letting go and you start wrapping things up that have, have gone past their expiration date, what do you think is going to happen? When you start having celebrating death in your life by way of the conclusions and the endings and the releasing and you're, you know, doing your rituals and, you you know, doing your uh, toilet paper rituals and flushing it down and out, I was going to flush the ladybug. I, don't, I have been practicing for quite a while not killing anything. So, you know, when I've come across spiders or whatever else, you know, random things from time to time, I've been led not to smush them, not to crush them, not to kill the crap out of them like I used to. <laughs> Dang. Uh, but just get, get them up in the tissue while they're still alive and throw them in the toilet and just flush them. I like to send them off that way, you know. And I was just going to flush the ladybug. Of course, I wasn't going to kill it. But then spirit led me to just let it be. It's a, it's a symbol of good luck. When the farmers saw it, you, th- you think when the farmers saw ladybugs, they killed them? Hell no. <laughs> the ladybug was helping them with what they had going on. The cycles they were moving through. So no, I did I didn't I didn't kill the ladybug. I didn't flush her. But this eight of wands is definitely a, a, like a ladybug. It's a symbol to me to to share with you guys of um, a time that's coming up when you begin to let go and release, and you follow the energy of this full super blood full moon lunar eclipse in Leo, where you're you're not shedding and releasing begrudgingly in Leo. You're doing it with an open heart. You're doing it with all these blasted cups on the bottom row. You're doing it from a place you're intuitively letting go. You know in your gut that it's time to heal your inner child. You know in your gut, in your being, in the depths and the bowels of, of your emotions that it's time for creative beginnings with this page of cups we got access to in the current position. It's time for love to blossom. It's time for some good news to be spread versus bad news. It's time for us to develop our artistic side. It's time for us to come for our inner child to be comforted. It's time for us to experience warm heartedness and admiration. It's time for us to allow um, our inner child to inner children to dream again and imagine again. To celebrate again with this three of cups in the future. To, to have a, a real friendship again with people that we're being intimate with. To have emotional growth and development. Maybe your emotional growth was stunted or retarded at a certain age because of what you've experienced. And this eight of wands on the way out the door, spirit is saying, like, to the degree 
that you you key to what your your world healer is the messages your world healer is channeling. Not about her being right or wrong. It's about can she deliver spirit messages adequately, and is the merit message that she is delivering. Does it resonate with my soul, with my spirit, with my psychology, with my mind, with my emotions? She ain't asked me for a dollar to listen. So that you, we may, somebody, some of us may be getting news in between now and the new moons uh, in solar eclipse in Aquarius that, you know, may change things drastically and suddenly and, you know, in some really, some ways that are quick in their nature um, and and very passionate. The wands are fire energy like Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. So this this fiery energy of of communication, of news, um, getting a message or just move. If it's not a a quick message, it'll be quick movement. And this is so. This seven of pentacles that's in the overall energy, although it has, come on, it's a Saturn <laughs> out of all the planets. It's the Saturn in Taurus, both Earth energies, both slow energies. This is not even a yes or no card. This is this is like one of the only maybe cards I know of that's actually a real deal, legitimate maybe and a wait card. Like, uh, most of the other maybe cards are like, maybe, but it's leaning more towards yes. Or maybe, but it's leaning more towards no. This is like, maybe, maybe, for real, you got to wait. Get your weight on. You might as well get comfortable with waiting, and you might as well wait quietly. Don't, you know, shut up. No complaining. <laughs> you know, because you know something is happening. The results may be slow and steady, but there are they are here for you. The rewards are here for you, and you might as well take advantage of this energy because of this cups and hearts process that flows through right below it, straight across. You might as well just chill on out because this process of emotional growth and development that you've been in. It takes time, not just for you, for everybody. This this is a spread in the reading for all of us. But if you are patient, just like the scriptures say, in due season you will reap, you will harvest three of cups in the future position, you will love and happiness, you will emotionally grow and develop, you will Celebrate, you will have enjoy friendship and community and get together and indulging and partying. Celebrating that growth and development if you don't faint. The rest the last portion of that scripture is you will reap if you don't faint. If you don't if you don't let slow mean take on the no. If you don't let delay become interpreted in your spirit as denial. That was my testimony about Brother Ampu, Minister Jew. The last webinar that they did for the the lunar eclipse, at the lunar eclipse, right before our the last broadcast on this show, they were just mentioning some, you know, techniques. Quantum imaging, Minister Jew, the imagination guru. 
Brother Ampu, the, the real urban guru, you know, tapping into the science of the human body. It's so simple, y'all. It's not that deep. And I utilize, not even two days later, not even but days later, I'm utilizing these this things said in passing. And I'm, manif- and I'm manifesting just one thing after another in this beautiful eclipse season, manifesting things I can really enjoy and sink my teeth into that are extensions and, 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 and fruit of health and healing. You're not going to be healthy and heal, you know, and not, try- and not even trying. Nobody says that, well, I just, you know, I just became my best version, to- and I didn't even try. I didn't even think about it. I didn't put a lick of effort into it. And look, here I am, all healed and healthy and wealthy and wise and whole. Hell no. Scorpio, is this Scorpio energy that's governing our next week ahead? You know, it's intense. This is the real deal. Waiting can be intense. To practice patience, it can be intense. But if you're worth it, my baby. If you practice the patience, with yourself, with your inner child, knowing that it takes time to dig in, to dig deep in your psychology and to comfort your inner child. You're not going to do that real quick like a drive-through. So that's the wisdom of the cards. Um, as for uh, in between now and when I get to do the bonus episode special for all of the signs and, and incorporating this general reading and spread for everybody into the particular energies that are going on sign by sign. Um, <clears throat> today we've got the Venus-Uranus sextile. I just mentioned earlier about the Venus-Jupiter square so that energy is this is only aligning um, once this uh it only aligned once last year it's going to align one more time this year 19th of May and this is an energy uh, Uranus governs Aquarius so the fact that Venus in Aquarius is sextile in Uranus Aquarius's ruler while it's still in Aries at the 25th degree uh, we could find definitely the the energy of this eight of wands at the bottom of the deck of this life taking off, man. Uranus, Uranus will pull a breakthrough energy on you. Uranus will pull some sudden, unexpected change events on you. But with Venus sex, I mean, come on, I just let y'all know that Venus is the lesser benefic. So you can expect some little benefits, some little some, I don't want to say little, but just, you know, mild benefits as it relates to change and, and even, that's why this is a good time. Scorpio, um, this next week ahead governed by the Scorpio energy, change, transformation, come on, water. And then this year in this, um, Aquarian sun and Aquarius season, change, you know, change is a foot, y'all. And I know Aquarius is a fixed energy, but it, it's, it's the, the, it's the energy of the only thing constant, the only thing fixed is change, <laughs> is change. And so with Venus sextile Uranus, you can find yourself really benefiting from or finding opportunities that stem out of this change energy. Just little benefits, you know, but still, even if it's just a feeling of, ple- of pleasantry and fun, 
you know, feeling, a, a love feeling, or even a social feeling. It doesn't have to be romantic with Venus. It can just be this social satisfaction that comes from thinking outside the box, stepping outside of your comfort zone, breaking up your routine, you know, um, burying your routine, uh, taking the, the, the unbeaten path or, you know, uh, kind of like that, those concepts and ideas. Um, and then break through energy and change energy as it relates to the aspects of Venus that deal more with beauty, you know, and um, de- decorum and decoration or creativity and art- artistic Flair, you know, so all of those um, qualities can really just be incorporated now, um, especially in our love relationships. If you are interested in love, and the Scorpio energy, you know, is highly sexual, governing our next week ahead, and just the concept of just being open when Uranus is around, and there's opportunity opportunities to be had with this energy. Stay flexible, stay open-minded, you know. Um, and uh, give, 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 give your love. Interest. It could be family, whoever. Give them some space with this, with this one. Let, and when I say give them some space, give them some space to be their Uranus self, to be the, just like you need space to be yours, your authentic, original, individualistic, you know, unique, weird self. Okay. You may find this Three of Cups energy in so doing that. Once you've comforted your inner child enough to say, it's okay, little Ray Ray, whatever your name is. It's okay, young world healer. You can be yourself. It's okay. Be, it's okay to be uniquely, beautifully, powerfully, wonderfully, fearfully made you. And so you'll find more success in your friendships and relationships at this time if you allow that type of healthy air to, you know, blow through. Um, and then uh, with this, uh, so we've been talking about that this whole time. I gave you all the spread for this uh, Scorpio quarter, third quarter moon season. Um, Thursday, we've got a void moon for six hours and 37 minutes. Um Starts at 1.16 a.m. Central. Um, as of 7.53 a.m. Central on Thursday, February the 8th, the moon does enter Sagittarius. I reminded y'all of that earlier in the show. So, you know, Sagittarius is out there. You're going to, like I said, Saturn's been out of our sign for like a little, uh, about, uh, a little over a month now. And um, for all of us, it's just feeling that much better to feel the Sagittarius is an energy and you'll find while the moon is there, just like I've been describing while the moon is in Scorpio, you'll just find a a lighter energy during that time, Um, more of this liberated, free energy when you're talking about Sagittarius, but more free in your energy, free to experience the things, okay, with Sagittarius, free to go on an adventure, free to to take off on a, on a journey, you know, go walking, ride your bike, you know, there's a sporty kind of energy with um, Sagittarius and an enthusiasm, just ready to enjoy the abundance of life. It's so what, wherever you're at, you can always, Sagittarius says you can always go higher. Wherever you're at, Sagittarius says you can always go further. Wherever you're at, Sagittarius says you can always find the humor in a thing, okay? 
So wherever you're at, you can see more, uh, you can see a bigger picture and put whatever you're going through in context. Your life doesn't start and stop at your trauma, okay? There's more. <laughs> There's more. Saturday, um, February the 10th, 10.30 a.m. Central, the moon goes void for nine hours, okay? Um, it won't go into Capricorn until the very end of the week, Saturday, February the 10th at 8.21 p.m., okay? In between, while it is void, uh, Venus enters Pisces. On the bonus episode, when I do the breakdown sign-by-sign for the Scorpio quarter moon week ahead that we're living in, I'll also incorporate the Venus entering Pisces, yet another watcher sign. All these cups ain't came up for nothing. So during the time of this spread, that this spread is active, Venus is going to enter Pisces in a a void Sagittarius moon. And, uh, you know, our love natures, our pleasure natures, um, our satisfaction and comforting natures and com- wanting to be comforted natures um, is going to be in a very uh, watery area of space. Okay, so just know that if you're high, if you're vibrating high on Pisces, if you're vibrating high on your spirituality and your extreme self care and your unconditional love and your compassion and understanding and you know, all the, your acceptance and forgiveness, your releasing and letting go, your, you know, your um, tapping into your subconscious mind, your imagination, visualization, um, meditation, affirmation, gratitude, you are going to absolutely adore <laughs> Venus being in Pisces. However, <laughs> if you are on the receiving end of the Pisces energy that is delusional, could be self-delusional, could be delusion you're opening yourself up to by engaging and entertaining low vibrational entities. Um, If you're receiving this Piscean vibration from the way of um, just straight up deception and lying and confusion, intentionally trying to confuse people, you know, um, uh, opening yourself up because you refuse to tap into your subconscious in a healthy way, opening yourself up to being confused by another, um, then it could definitely end up being um, an energy you don't like. And that's pretty hard to do considering we're talking about Venus, the, the energy of, the planet of comfort, ease, enjoyment, love, money, valuable values. That that's a tall order for Venus to go into Pisces and you be on some other stuff and and can't even just extrapolate all the 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 love. Come on, Pisces is unconditional love and Venus represents love, love inside of unconditional love. It can be really good, y'all. It can be really healing with Venus being in Pisces. It can be really um, uh, spiritually, emotionally. Um, soul level satisfying under this energy. This is the energy where you could like meet a soulmate, you know, while Venus is in Pisces starting um, Saturday, February the 10th at 5 19 p.m. Central. Because it's so tender, it's so affectionate, it's so compassionate. 
But, it, you know, it can be also Pisces on the low vibration is all that escapism. This could be a time where it's that much easier for you to escape, that much easier for you to get comfortable in not consciously tapping into, not, consci- not tapping into your subconscious, not tapping into your emotions or, you know, everything that is culminated. By the time you get to Pisces, you have to go from Aries all the way through. So Pisces is all is, is an all-encompassing energy, and so um, you know that that's why I've been talking to y'all from a standpoint of this inner child and comforting them. The cards are coming out to say before we even get here, where you could, you know, be easily confused, deluded, escape, and all this stuff. Let's deal with how you feel. Pisces, another water energy. Scorpio on the way to Pisces, saying. Let's tap into how, don't forget about how you feel, how your inner child feels, how you've been feeling, how you want to feel. And that if you deal with it now, you won't have to worry about being victimized with Venus and Pisces. You won't have to worry about being deluded or deceived, and you won't have to try to be evasive. Pisces is about things that go on behind the scenes. This is a, a, why Venus is in Pisces. A lot of, <laughs> uh, uh, what they call the... Um, not extramarital affairs, but but that I'm talking about that too. But the term that is used for it, it's it, it's evading me right now. <laughs> See, that's some more other stuff. Stuff can really get dissolved while Venus is in Pisces. Venus money, money can dissolve. You know what I mean? If you're spending money while Venus is in Pisces, spend it on. Be selfless. You tend to be more selfless with your money while Venus is in Pisces. More charitable with your money. More spending it more on spiritual things. Spending it maybe you go to the movies more than you ever did while Venus is in Pisces. Pisces governs that element. So there's some healthy, positive, powerful ways to um, engage with this energy, and I just just ran down a few of them. I will incorporate, like I said, that energy into the reading on the bonus show that we do here in between now and the Solar New Moon Eclipse and Aquarius Saturday. Also, while the moon is void in Sagittarius at 5.21 p.m., just literally two minutes after Venus goes into Pisces, um, the sun squares Jupiter. Venus, we started the week off with Venus squares Jupiter. We end the week with the sun squaring Jupiter. Sun at 22 degrees Aquarius, Jupiter at 22 degrees Scorpio. Um, it's going to do this one more time this year on August the 6th, and it occurred once last year on January the 11th. So this energy right here is mirroring the Venus square Jupiter, the sun square Jupiter is in that the square, the Jupiter square is the main thing. I don't care if it's Venus. I don't care if it's the sun. With Venus, it's more the potential to overdo things as it relates to those Venusian pleasures and Venusian comforts, you know, and 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 um, benefits. Uh, with the sun, it's the t- it's the potential to overdo as it relates to the, uh, the sun, our ego, okay, and what we want that can be represented by the sun. It can go from you know, this Three of Cups exuberant energy, okay, um, to one where the ego shows up and there's a lack of respect or lack of, uh, with the square to Jupiter, Jupiter, that lack of respect in combination with the lack of moderation. So, you know, it's the, what's, oh boy, y'all know I don't fool around with these celebrities like that, but 
I do know one of those Kardashians had a baby's father who was like an alcoholic. And so then you see episodes or scenes with him where he's, the ego's out of control, the, there's a lack of respect, and that's where the son, the son can be male figures, so a male or a man, you know, um, showing up in, in these ways where the ego is out of pocket, it's out of control, it's out of whack. So there's a, a reminder here for for you for us not to overdo things, especially women. It's it's no shame, and as I know, we're independent women and we can do it ourselves. But my granny told me years ago, and when I started listening to her, it ended up benefiting me to not be not picking up heavy, not overdoing it. Don't overstrain yourself. Um, it's, well, especially men because it's the sun square Jupiter, but it's Venus square, the women, Venus square and Jupiter too. So <laughs> default to the guy just to be on the safe side. If there's a man around and there's something heavy to pick up, let, let them help you, uh, ladies, okay? And as far as the men are concerned or masculine energy with the sun being involved, even the masculine parts of ourselves, women, our ego, I can do it. I'm independent. I don't need no help. Take care. The, the the because it's a square. There's a cautionary warning type of energy here. Take care, everybody, not to overdo a thing. Do what you can do. The key with Jupiter squares is moderation. Have you a bowl of ice cream? Don't have five bowls. It's okay. You can do it in moderation. Drink you plenty of water. Don't get water poisoning. <laughs> okay? And so um, what else is going on? Okay, yeah, so we end the week with the moon in Capricorn. Saturday evening, 8.21 p.m. Central, the moon goes into Capricorn. That's how we end our week. And this same Capricorn energy that we started our current lunation of the new moon in Capricorn out in. So this has been an entire season. The full moon, super blood eclipse in Leo uh, as a part of it, uh, this has been an entire season where this Capricorn energy that Saturn just went into and, you know, is going to be here for a couple of more years um, is we're wrapping the week up with this energy of just an energetic reminder. When the moon goes into Capricorn, you can pretty much say it's the balsamic moon at that point. Let me double check that I can stand by that. Yeah. The moon goes into Capricorn um, on uh, Saturday night and then um, Sunday afternoon we get the balsamic moon in Capricorn. So, yes, this Capricorn energy that we end the week out in definitely is reminding us that we're wrapping up a cycle, baby. We can rest now, whatever we wanted to accomplish in this Capricorn energy of success, of progress. Have you made progress? You know, by the time you get to Saturday evening, you know, it's time to kind of assess. Did I make any progress over the last month? Did I uh, have any successes? Come on in the last month? Did I build anything? Do I have anything? And when I, I always when I talk about earth energy, I talk about building something. Earth signs want to have something to show for at the end of the day. And so, you know, did you build, do you have anything to show for the last month that shows progress, that shows 
uh, ambition that shows, uh, um, you know, you working towards your goals, that shows you um, having any measure of success in attaining and reaching your goals along your life path. And so when the moon's in Capricorn here at the end of the week, we're going to be emotionally satisfied to, even though it's it's so interesting because it will be a balsamic moon, so you'll probably sense um, after the moon goes actually balsamic, uh, the moon goes into Capricorn there at Saturday night, you'll probably start to sense around Sunday afternoon less uh, uh, intensity in this Capricorn energy where maybe the work that it, uh, maybe any work that you would be normally doing under a Capricorn moon may have more of an emotional tint to it. More of a behind the scenes, not you actually, you know, physically doing certain things, especially there on Sunday afternoon, but more of the business of the, this this water energy that's going to still be prevalent until, once again, like I said, we get to the Aquarius moon and solar eclipse. This fire energy that's still very much so present with this current Leo super blood full moon lunar eclipse energy that we will still be in at the time of the balsamic moon. So um, the work that we need to do may take on more of a tone of what we energetically and emotionally could be doing those last few days before we get to the solar and moon eclipse in Aquarius um, that, that needs to be wrapped up, that needs to be reassessed. What do we want to do in the solar eclipse, new moon in Aquarius season? What do we want to initiate? What do we want to plant? What do we want to do differently than we've done in the last six months? in this new six months, and there um, at the Capricorn balsamic moon is likely going to be a very good time to analyze that, to mentally prepare, to emotionally prepare, to energetically prepare, you know, for this new new moon solar eclipse season ahead. Because as the cards suggest with this eight of wands at the bottom of the deck, life is about to take off, y'all. Not, you know, and, and in Aquarius, yeah, it might be... A, a, a new way that you've never experienced before. Aquarius is about breakthrough and, and shocks, you know, shocking <laughs> surprises and, you know, unique things and step, stepping and thinking outside the box, right? The future, you ain't even been here yet where you're going to go, <laughs> where we're about to go, where we are going. And so let this um, this Capricorn energy is going to have you a little bit more in a conservative mode, especially emotionally anyway, um, which is probably really good. And you can kind of, as we get closer to this um, uh, solar eclipse new moon energy, we'll probably feel more of this eight of wands energy of this charged up energy as opposed to this more conservative, patient, you know, subdued, balsamic feel. It might not really take a lot um, as of the 15th, as of around this so-called Valentine's Day, you know, uh, energy. So that we got to account for that too. So you may find that after the 14th, as of the 15th, that, um, you know, emotions are charged up once again, just like this eight of wands suggests and just like... um, 
And just like uh, the the solar eclipse new moon in Aquarius would suggest, it's not just any old new moon. It's a solar eclipse new moon. And within the time frame of the 15th of this month and, you know, the next six months, depending on what areas your chart is being activated, you can expect a powerful new breakthrough Inventive, eureka, inspirational, you know, revelatory, ingenious, inventive, uh, just beautiful um, revelations and manifestations to uh, to to shock you, to to allow you to shift your perspective and your paradigm, and to speed up and move into your future. We've been living in our past long enough. And this is a critical energetic time to kind of remind you that, you know, the past don't last forever. Endings don't last forever. Breakups don't last forever. Endings of cycles don't last forever. Eventually, the newness comes. The new beginning comes. The start of another cycle comes. We know that every year from our birthdays, from one solar return to the next. You can't be a certain age forever. You get one cycle to do that and be that. And so I know we've got four minutes left. I've seen a few of y'all come on the line and jump off and come back on the line. So I just want to thank you once again for listening. Um, Thank you for staying connected. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your astral love gift. Um, And, yes, meet me in the Crystal City Mound Tour. Use your Mama Dada discount code to get the hookup and... I love y'all. I will talk to y'all once again within the next few days for the bonus episode, okay? So uh, stay connected on Facebook, Mama Dada Astrology. Stay connected on Twitter, Mama Dada Astro, as well as on Instagram, okay? Love y'all. Peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you.